What's up, guys? It's J-Mar from the Zach and J-Mar podcast. Check out my new podcast, the Hitch and Hook podcast, along with my co-host, Nick Ransom, where we talk all things NFL raw and unfiltered. Give us a follow on Twitter at Hitch underscore Hook. Again, follow us on Twitter at Hitch underscore Hook. Can't wait till you hear what we have to say. podcast hosts go round the outside round the outside round the outside <laughs> we're back we're back uh, after a month plus long hiatus it shouldn't have it? been as long as it was but that you last know, episode we recorded a whole episode for y'all that just never posted yeah. i even tried to post that shit before this podcast just to see and it still wouldn't post so thankfully, you got a laptop. So if mine messes up, you yeah, can I'm about to say I'm I'm good. We got a la- we got a laptop on laptops. I will say though, I hate the video quality of this. Well, it's not even a laptop. It's just the platform we're using, but it's fine. And, uh, well, it, it's a good thing that we uh we are still an audio only medium for the time being. But hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, we can get up to live streaming so we can uh, have the video portion as well. Yes, 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 yes. We'll wait. We'll get there. Trust us. We won't get there. There we go. That's how you know oh, the podcast started. I've missed that sound. <laughs> oh, like Lil Wayne with a bit. Like Lil nah, Wayne really? with a bit. Nah, for real. No, it ain't a Zach and Jamar podcast till I crack open a beer. You are. Yes, know sir. It. Yes, sir. But we have a lot on the table for you all today tonight this evening which whenever you plan to listen to this yeah yeah when, whenever yeah we got whenever. plenty of stuff there's plenty to there's plenty plenty to talk about so where you want to start at my guy where you want to roll well you know uh originally we said that we were going to start with the nba but let me let me start out with one thing real quick uh because we didn't get to cover this because the end of march madness happened during our uh, unplanned hiatus shout out to angel reese <laughs> Shout out to Angel Reese. Give her her ring because don't play with her. <laughs> Give her her ring and stop bitching about it too. That I've whole never seen. Twitter debacle over her doing the ring thing to I, I don't even know what Shorty's name is uh, from Iowa, but Caitlin something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or I, something. I, Caitlin. I know Caitlin is the name. <clears throat> Caitlin, Caitlin, honey, 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 sweetie, Caitlin, you you, you cannot cry about her doing that when you did the same exact thing the year before and the entire internet loses their mind 
because Angel Reese is a proud Baltimore woman who don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what you think. So you mm-hmm. see, you see black Baltimore excellence on TV, and you can't handle that shit. Nope. And they never can. I. They never can. I don't want to hear the crying, bro. She deserved every. They blew them out of the water, bro. That out was of the close, water. Like, what, two, two quarters. First two quarters was close, and then they just ran away with that jump. Like towards the end. So I was I was at a heart or you you you've been to um not hard yet. What is it called? Hard Rock. What are you um, Yard House. Yes, yard I have been to Yard yeah, House. Yeah, out of Runner Mills. Yes, I was out there. Um. And I got to catch the latter half of the game at that yard house. I was celebrating my last week at my old job. A bunch of my coworkers, we went out to there and then to the casino. It was the whole thing. But the amount of people, I have never seen an entire bar tuned into a women's basketball game with the sound on and absolutely losing their minds for every bucket, especially every Angel <laughs> Reese bucket. Mm-hmm. Baltimore Brit. Losing their minds. And I'm just sitting there because, like, you know, Ronda Mills is by the airport. And I wasn't really mm-hmm. processing what was going on for a second. I was like, damn, a lot of people from Louisiana in this bar. And then it clicked, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know who that is. I understand what's going on now. Because... Honestly, I didn't play, pay too close attention to either tournament this year. I was uh, very wrapped up in it's okay. I barely stuff, personal stuff, and everything like that. But once it clicked, I was like, this is next level. And to the best of my knowledge, I'm pretty sure that the women's tournament outdid the men's tournament this year. Uh, yeah, they did. They was way more interested in the women's tournament than the men's. Had higher ratings than a lot of NBA playoff games do. So. Shout out to Angel Reese. Shout out to LSU, who's probably going to go back to back this season after. Yeah, they've they've added new. They've made. They've added new players and a lot of well, yeah, they've added new players, but they're old players at the same time because these were players that just left their school to come play at LSU. So they 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 probably definitely going to run it back. And shout out to women's basketball. Good to see. I, I I love seeing. All of the haters get proven wrong on multiple fronts. So mm-hmm. all of the Angel Reese haters, go fuck yourself. Suck all it. of all of Suck the a fat one. Women's basketball haters, go fuck yourself. Mm. We're we're, mm. we're on a very very straightforward uh, zero fucks given show today, as you can already uh, tell. I normally sorry, try to yeah. limit. Uh, yeah, I think it's better. I think it's just better to be free. Fuck it. Yeah, I, I've been waiting to say all that for a couple weeks though. So. You know, good to good to get it off the chest before we get into the more uh, recent events. Absolutely, I mean, it's, she deserves she deserves every bit of that success that she has. Her cousin won too. Her cousin, he, he was on UConn. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I completely forgot that. So like, shout that's, out to their family too. Mm-hmm. The whole family out here winning right now. Oh, what a world we live in. But. On to the next topic at hand. Now, is this? Are we going NFL? Is that uh, NBA? NBA. Are we we're staying. We're rolling. We're gonna roll that. Roll that through. All right. Yeah. Cool, yeah cool. Roll straight into basketball. So, all right. All right. Um, uh, good Nuggets. <laughs> is that where you want to start? 
Is that where you want to start? Because I'm I'm disappointed in your Nuggets right now. Very disappointed in your Nuggets right now. Would you believe me if I told you that I am very much at zero percent surprised that the way this series has gone? I'm not surprised at all. I would fully believe you, but that's because I know that you're a very um what's the word I'm looking for? Realistic. <laughs> you're a very pessimistic sports fan. That's fair, like, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't think that you have ever you've been angry at losses, but I don't think you've ever been shocked by a loss. Yeah, you're right. No, but no, the legitimate reason why I'm not surprised that this series has gone 2-2 uh, or has become 2-2 after being 2-0 for the Nug- in the Nuggets' favor is simply because they do the same thing that they've been doing all year. Like, it's, this isn't the biggest contributing factor, but it's a part of it. When they don't get calls, they whine and they never get back. Jokic is a big, big, major, major key player and all of that. Like, he complains. Like, if you ever watch a Nuggets game, yo, he complains a lot. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of it is worth It's warranted. Like, you, I get it. But after a certain point, bro, stop. Just play. There's no point. Like, there's no point in going back with these refs if you're not going to get the call. That's one. Number two. As as good as the defense is, it's also that bad. And what I mean by that is no 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 rim protection. They don't have rim yeah. protection. They've never had rim protection. Jokic does not play defense. We're not going to play this game like he plays defense. I know he doesn't play defense. I watch every game they play that he doesn't. He just doesn't play it, and it doesn't matter for the most part because he has a great supporting cast, but they also haven't shown up in the last two games. Michael Porter Jr. is the biggest part of that. Um, he's been Brick City <clears throat> a lot. He has random moments where he'll hit a couple threes and like they be clutch threes and stuff like that, but he's been very, very inconsistent. And it shows because when Murray gets double teamed, or Jokic is having an off night offensively as far as scoring because, you know, sometimes, you know, big man get beat up, which is why I don't want to play the Lakers in the next round. If they get out of this series, I don't want to play the Lakers, but that's how it's looking. Uh, I I need the role players to step up. Like, offensively, like, y'all need to step up. Like, defensively, they play as great as you can play on defense. Kyle Book, um, Kyle Booker, Jesus. <laughs> Devin Booker. And Kevin Durant going to get theirs. Like, we know that. Like, that's happening. They're going to get theirs. What, are they supposed to get 40 both apiece? No, absolutely not. That's where you should actually play freaking defense. And KD in the last two games has decided to go to the rim, which is where the no rim protection comes into play. And it's just all bad. It's becoming all bad. But I think this is a series where I think the homers are just going to win out. And it's just gonna come down to Game Seven. I, I, it's where that's truly how I feel about it. The thing that concerns me the most from the Nuggets' perspective, and we've seen it a few years in a row now. Uh, you know, Jogic, he won those back-to-back MVPs. Mm-hmm. He was in the MVP finalist conversation this year, uh, which eventually wound up going to Joel Embiid, and he then. Served. Yeah, he definitely deserved it. But what concerns me about Jokic is is that he is a regular season MVP. And I put a lot of emphasis on regular season because when you look at the greats from just this era, 
you've got Curry, who turns into any other year besides this year, Hawkeye from behind the arc. You've got Jimmy Butler, who turns into Hemi Butler when the playoffs come around and puts the team on his back. You've got LeBron, who goes from going through the motions in the regular season on defense to looking like a defensive player of the year during the postseason. And all of that is to say that Jokic does not have a postseason fifth gear. He doesn't have that extra gear. And that's concerning for a Nuggets team that relies heavily on his play. And then you add that to the fact that he does not play defense. He's not built to be a number one on a postseason team. And that's the reason why the Nuggets have faltered in years past. And it very well could be the reason that they falter this year if they don't find a way to play through somebody else on that offense and get him to the point where he is guarding the least threatening player on the Suns, which honestly put him on eight. Put him on Aiden, who isn't scoring anyway, and let your other four players cook on defense and just ri- let it ride. Look, there's a reason why Mike Budenholzer for the Bucks, and we'll get to talking about the Bucks here in a second. There's a reason why Mike Budenholzer, I, I think I'm saying his name right. I, yeah, I think Budenholzer. Close enough. Budenholzer, whatever the fuck. Uh, Mike Fired. Budweiser. Is, is his current name. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, the reason why he got fired is because he did not make those in-series adjustments. There's no reason why in the Heat Buck series that they should have had Jimmy Butler not being guarded by Giannis. Because last year, when the Heat got thrown out of the playoffs by the Bucks, it was Giannis locking down Jimmy Butler that really drove the overall dominance by the Bucks in that series. But this series, they decided not to put Giannis on Butler. Butler absolutely cooked them all the way down to the very end. That Budenholzer lost his job. And from the little bit of the series that I've seen, they've got to put Jokic on whoever the, the least threatening guy is on the Suns at the time, which is most of the time going to be Aiden. They've got to make that switch, and they've got to really emphasize defense from the other four guys because Jokic just isn't going to do it, which is why he's a regular season MVP and not a postseason MVP. I don't disagree with that take. Like, that's not a bad take whatsoever. Like, I will say this is probably the first year that he has all his superstars with him. So, like, this would be the first year where I would, like, where yet that case would apply. I feel like the last two, either Jamal Murray didn't play or Jamal Murray and uh, Michael Porter Jr. didn't play because Murray's been out outside of this year. Murray had been out for like two years and MPJ get, had been shut down the last two years, too. So I can't speak on that part, but I don't disagree with him being a regular season MVP up to this point because you dropped 53 last game and we, and they, and we still lost. That's like that can't you can't be dropping fifty three 
and not get a dub. I don't care who's on the court. You drop 53, 10, or 10 and something, and they lose. They lose. And I, I also, this, KCP, stop shooting. Stop shooting all these threes, okay? You had that little flurry in game in two. Yeah, I know, I know. I love your defense, man. I really do. You're phenomenal defense. You're you're fantastic. But stop shooting threes. Step inside a little bit. Shoot a two. Stop shooting threes. It's not that you can't. You're just not that good. It's just not for you. You haven't been good at shooting threes in like four or five years. Yeah, I had had to sit through that on the Lakers. And I knew, like, I knew why the Nuggets signed him. And it was a great signing, as you can clearly see. Like, the defense is A1, but it's just, like, sometimes I think players try to do too much, and it's not necessary. So, like, sometimes you have an open three, but it's okay to step inside. Take a little, take a shorter jumper. We need the point. I need the points in this possession. I don't need it to be a three. I just need points in this possession. KCP to me is a lot like Malik Beasley in that he's oh, a really good comp. Yeah. He's a really good complimentary piece. But when he is not on, he's going to take away a lot from your team. Mm-hmm. But when he's on, he is going to potentially carry you to a huge victory. Because you saw, like, there was points in the season, half of the reason why we got. <laughs> to the play-in game is because when LeBron was out, Beasley was helping to carry the Lakers. Mm -hmm. But now that we're in the playoffs, Beasley rides the bench. As he should. And I can speak to him, too, because we had him. He's very inconsistent. But he's got good defense. So ACP is just just a a little bit older of a Beasley, I think. Mm -hmm. But, you know... That series is like it's just gonna go how the home team wants it to go. It should have been a nugget sweep though. The the, bro, the Suns had a, a terrible a bench. If I know, I know. Trust me, I I know. I'm I, I they, it should be three one at the most, at the most because they should have won that last game. Yeah, I'll give the I'll give the Suns game three. They should have won. The Nuggets should have won game four. But in a lot of that, it's also bad shot selection. Like, you know, when you got that adrenaline running and you going up and, and the pace of the game is just crazy. And sometimes Jamal Murray took an unnecessary three. You had to take like they take shots that are super unnecessary. Denver does this a lot. They take unnecessary contested threes instead of like moving the ball sometimes. And it's it's frustrating to watch. Like the last game, game four. It was like seven and a half minutes or something like that in the game. And I cut it off because I knew. By the, the trend of the game, I knew how that was going to go. And then I got that notification. Nuggets lose 126 to whatever, you know, whatever they had. I'm almost like, I'm not surprised. Because yeah. the pace of the game does not fit them. They are an up-and-down team. That's how they win games. Don't let me. You can't let no half-court sets. And you have to get back in transition defense. The, war, the Warriors. Mm, we'll get to them, too. The Suns killed them in transition defense and just getting into the paint and scoring with ease because there's no rim protection. It's just easy money for them. They need to start going at Aiden, like you said. The Nuggets need to go at Aiden. Either KD or or Booker have to go off. They both can't go off. You can't let them both go off because they're going to score 80 of the 100-something points that they're going to get. 
Yeah, and like you got to pick your poison there. Like uh, Jamal Murray should be able to get on Booker and mm-hmm. shut him down. If you and can't get uh, Jokic has the size to guard KD, but he doesn't have the defensive is, skill. Yeah, at all. That's why I, once I see him out, I'm like, oh, barbecue chicken. Yeah, and <laughs> barbecue chicken. So they they need to make those switches and really just even if you use Jokic as a double on KD and you just kind of let Aiton wander around aimlessly. Like, uh, make DeAndre Aiton beat you. Beat you, yes. Because I would put, I would put Murray to let Booker on Booker. KD do it. I would let them. I like who they have because they'd be putting Gordon on KD. That's cool. The only problem is KD will get Gordon into foul trouble. Yeah. I Gordon is great, so I would probably alternate. I'll probably put... Yeah, I probably would put Devin on and Gordon on each other, or Jamal Murray on Gord on a uh, Devin Booker because Devin Booker don't play no defense either. Yeah. So like whoever is running, because what is Booker the two right? He's a two. Whoever our two. Oh God, our two is K is KCP. Um, <laughs> that's why that's okay. I would just have to make it. I'd have to do a pick where. With Devin Booker in the pick and roll, where I he gets switched out onto Jamal Murray, and I'd let Jamal Murray cook. That's how I would have to. Let, that's how I would let that work. If you can utilize KCP as a decoy, but he would need to be able to hit a couple shots on that. I know, and that's the thing. Can he hit those couple shots? That's like I won't. We can't emphatically. I mean, we can emphatically say no, but I won't say no. I'll just say it's a toss up. Like you, you either going to get good KCP or bad KCP. Yep, but you need to. You need. Some semblance of good KCP to show up if you're going to use that as a decoy. But I, I digress really with Porter. that. I really want Michael Porter Jr. to show up. That's who the hell needs to show up. Like, he's yeah. been breaking bad. But I think we spent enough time talking about how the Nuggets just be shit in the bed. It's fine. Well, one, one last thing about the Nuggets before <laughs> nah, we move on. I mean, we can't, uh, can't ignore the fact that Jokic pushed. The owner of the Suns. Yeah, fuck out of here. That's not what happened. Um, <laughs> I watched that game. I saw that shit. That made me... I'm glad they didn't suspend him for that stupidity. But we're not going to sit here and act like that Suns owner didn't just flop. Oh, he definitely flopped. He flopped. But like, then again, if, if if Jokic pushed me, I would flop too. I would flop. I'm, I Don't get me wrong. I would flop I'd, too. Especially if I'm, I'm the owner. Down. Yeah, I'm flopping. I'd fall down, grab my neck, oh, my shit leg. my pants. Uh, like yeah, oh, yo, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be part of. So look like I pee myself. Like I would, yep. I would just yep. make it all bad. But that was so. That was the most dramatic thing ever. They gave him a tech for that. That was the most dramatic thing ever. He barely. You can see it in the replay that he barely nudged him. But yeah. whatever, it's fine. But all, it, but all you had to do was give him the ball. But they knew what they were doing. It was so that the Nuggets couldn't get out on a fast break while Devin Booker or whoever was on the ground was down. So he tried I mean, to run, grab the ball, and the fan was or the owner's like, "Man, fuck you, get off the ball, like, bro, what? Move, give me the ball." <laughs> and you know he was probably talking shit, and mm-hmm. so I get it. You know, I've talked, I've talked my fair, my fair share of shit courtside <laughs> at yeah. basketball games, uh, oh. a la, you know, oh. dunk on, or you know, UNBC player dunks on the opposing get team. This. Get it out of here. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a block dunk. That's that was right. A block. That one was yeah, a block. Get that shit out of here. Guy from the University of New Hampshire tries to dunk. We just swat that shit, and I'm standing baseline, right in this guy's face, talking about 
get that shit out of here. Get it out of here. And that I'll man looked never, like he wanted to I'll kill me. I'll never forget when we were at, what was it, American, American University? And we were leaving. And we were talking about how... Um, Somebody hit a game that, winner. Yeah, that guy hit and a the game player winner was, three. The player was, he like, was in the elevator. He was like, "Oh, sorry." I hate. I that hated that. You. Yo, it was. It was. It was the way everybody turned and looked at him like that was you. I I didn't realize that it was him. I look. You could give me any any tall white guy, and I'd be like, "Yeah, he probably plays for American University." So I wasn't really thinking about the fact that we were there, and that could have possibly been him. No, no oh, earthly man. clue whatsoever. That was that was hilarious, bro. Uh. Oh man. Um, but anyway, let's move on to the next series, which is the Lakers Warriors series. Very and, shocking um, series. Very shocking series. Just by the way, it's I'm going sh- down. Like it's. I, I was, I'm shocked. Uh, I was, by the series record, yes, I am shocked. By the way, the games have been played, absolutely not. See, the only thing that I'm shocked about in the series is the fact that uh, Curry has been absolutely bricking in the fourth quarter. Like, I, I never in my life thought that I would say Steph Curry and brick in the same sentence. But, like, he's looking like Steph Westbrook out there sometimes in the, th- in the fourth quarter. But you know what, though? That's that live by the three, die by the three thing. That's literally what that is. Like, you. But he never dies. Man, but he dying today. <laughs> if we looking at it, like I just, I know, I don't know, man. I just always hate. I, I don't care who it is, whether it was Steph or not. I've always hated taking twenty eight foot three point shots with like ten seconds on the clock. Like I, I will, I don't care who you are. I hate that shot. Jordan Poole did that shit, and like what game was that? Game two or three? Whatever game it was where he took that twenty five footer. And everybody talking about some folk talking about some damn oh. That's a good shot. He had a good look. Shut up. Shut up. Jordan Poole could be shooting into a pool and he still would miss the way that he's been playing in this series. Jordan Poole is garbage, okay? I don't think Jordan Poole is good at all. At all. He is basically a form of Trey Young in the sense that he's just a streak. And not in the fact that Trey Young can do all the things as a point guard, just the streakiness of the shooting. Like, it's very inconsistent as fuck. Yeah. That's very inconsistent. Honestly, it wasn't like that before, though. But Draymond did something. Draymond did something to that boy. He knocked his freaking eye straight. (laughs) He he cracked that, man. That's what he did. He knocked his IQ loose. Yo hit him so hard that he gave him vertigo. Nah, for real. Like, there's no reason for him to be playing the way he's been playing. He's still seeing three baskets every time he He, goes out there. Like, how? I just want to know what makes him think that. You're not Steph Curry. You're not allowed to. I don't care that you shot bigger, you know, that one three-pointer that turned into a four-pointer. I don't care. I do not care. You should have used all the hype last year. That's exactly what it was. You 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 don't don't get the ball in the last 10 seconds. You're not Clay. You ain't Steph. You don't get the ball in the last 10 seconds of the game. Absolutely not. And when you have 10 seconds on the clock and you can take a couple of dribbles and get a little bit closer, because all you needed was a two. You didn't need a three. You forced it. And then look, L, L, Lakers up 2-1. Go into this game. What's Steph do? Take a 30-something footer. L, Lakers up (laughs) 3-1. 
what what uh what what did uh Uncle Sharp used to say? Uncle Shannon used to say, <laughs> "Legacy five. That's that's how it's looking. <laughs> that's how it's looking. Legacy five. Jordan yeah. pool at the pool in a pool. Wanna pool? Pool hall. Lakers in five. That's how it's looking. All you needed was a cigar in your mouth on that one. Yeah, like it, it, the and I mean, I ain't the Lake. I ain't a Lakers fan by any means, but I respect the game. I respect. I was just talking trash to you. I was talking trash to you earlier because it was just funny. Like I called them garbage. Like I did say that. I said I messaged him. Said they're garbage. He's like, what? Like yeah, they garbage. Not really. They not. But they, they definitely not. Not I can I do I will say this with the Lakers though then that I I'm a little concerned at how many minutes AD and LeBron be playing. I'm not. Like I, I, I I'm a little nah yo because LeBron be looking tired. LeBron the shot, to me does shots, not. The shot is short. He just doesn't look like his normal LeBron esque self. I'm not seeing that honestly. Like I I I see what you're saying about like you know short shots and stuff like that. But from what I'm seeing from LeBron is, is that he is comfortable in being a playmaker right now. LeBron is not – he's not bringing the ball up right now. He's off the he ball. Be. I mean, when he, did, when he is doing that, when he is bringing the ball up, mm. he's one of the best <laughs> doing it. And He just has a great eye. His IQ is just phenomenal. The thing is, is that right now they've got – you know, even though Beasley hasn't been playing, they've got options. They've got Beasley. They've got D'Lo. They've got Reeves. Don't put D'Lo they've, in this conversation. Look, D'Lo, even though he scored four points in the last game, the, the, the thing is that they are doing right now is that they can spread it out amongst their bench, and it doesn't need to be D'Lo on a certain night. It doesn't need to be Reeves on a certain night. It can be Hachimura. It can Walker. be Lonnie motherfucking <laughs> Walker the fourth. My guy. Lonnie, who expected that man Walker. to come? Now I knew Not about forward. Lonnie, and I knew he was a bucket, but he wasn't supposed to come in that game and just go like six for seven or seven for uh, nine or however many. Because he scored what 15, 14, 15 points in that just the fourth quarter alone. Uh, for the game, I know that he scored fifteen total. He played twenty seven minutes, sure. but most of that was in the fourth quarter. Unfortunately, I was asleep because I was working. Hey, I ain't mad at you. I get it. But like when you've got Walker and Schroeder, 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 whatever, Schroeder. Germany. Um, <laughs> whenever you got Schroeder and Walker coming off the bench, and they're playing their role like that, that's a deep team. And then you've got Malik Beasley, who's not even playing. They are deep at guard right now. They are deep at guard right now, and it is a beautiful thing to see. And Darvin Ham is coaching the fuck out of that team right now. And Rob Palinka, you got to give that man a standing ovation, an absolute standing ovation for those deals that he made at the tra- trade deadline because mm-hmm. he made that team better without trading away the farm. And the depth of this team is what is going to carry them very far. And I've been saying it since the trade deadline. These Lakers are good, my friend. They are very good. I think Dennis Schroeder is a liability. I disagree. And then not when you're the, you know, you're the fourth guy off the bench. I mean, it's fine Sometimes to do if, all of that, bro, but he makes very terrible decisions. Oh, I'm not. Like, he's done. But, no, but that's why I'm calling him a liability. Not because he can't shoot. Not 
his uh, his his issue, and I've seen it in all the games that he's played for them. He wants to do everything. He's doing too much dribbling. You're not moving the offense. There was a time in the game, I believe it was last night, where I think it was a slight, like kind of a scramble play, like it was an offensive rebound thing, and AD gives it, you know, gives it to Schroeder. Schroeder dribbles a little bit. AD's up on the block. You know what I mean? Like that's one of those things. Give it back to AD. And Schroeder tries to do too much and do all this dribbling. And he goes, he drives into the paint and then tries to do a damn behind the back pass to AD. And that, that caused a turnover in a crucial moment of the game. Now, Lakers ultimately won. But Schroeder has done plays like this all year. I I think he, he is a liability when it comes to like crucial moments and making the right play. But that's the beautiful thing, though, is that Schroeder doesn't play in crucial moments. He's just a gap filler now. He's the fourth or fifth guard. I see why he didn't get his contract. You can just leave it. I'll just put that out well, there. I see, yeah, he, I see he why fumbled. he – yeah, he fumbled a bag with that. He, that he was... fumbled a bag majorly <laughs> on that. But <laughs> Schroeder, it, it, he's a liability if you've got him sitting up there at, like, your third – like, you know, he's your first guard off the bench. Mm-hmm. But once you go down to he's your second or third guard off the bench – he goes from being a liability to being a luxury because he can make plays for you. He can play defense for you. He will make the occasional bonehead play. But the thing is, after watching Russell Westbrook for 75% of a season at guard, Schroeder don't even look that bad. You got you to gotta think about like the adjusted expectations that I have as a Lakers fan who had to sit there and watch Russell Westbrook. And then when he went three for 19, listen to everybody say like, Oh, he's coming back because he had like a lot of, a lot of free throws. Like the the whole Russell Westbrook redemption arc that they tried to portray throughout the postseason when the Clippers were still in it. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know and why they the, uh, the fact that him and Pat Bev have the nerve. They want a ring. That they want yeah, they rings. want a ring. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here with that shit. You want rings? Yeah, they, they want a ring. They were on the team. They want a ring. With the Chicago Bulls. They want to be like uh, uh, Anderson Varejao. I want a ring. That is a name that I have not heard. Since like 2015, 2016. Look, all I remember... (laughs) I remember Er Anderson Varejao very well. I kept uh, kept confusing him with Robin Lopez. In 2K15, you remember that like the story mode for 2K15, there was somebody on the team that was, like, your bully? Yeah. Anderson Verichow was my bully on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Get out of here. No, he wasn't, really? Yes, yes he, he was oh, He was wow. who the game selected to be my bully on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I went off and scored, like, 100 points in a game. Like, I was playing on, like, not rookie, but right above that. But I turned on 15-minute quarters just to see how much I could score. Yeah. And I scored, like, 100 points in the game. And then afterwards, he was like, you got lucky. And I'm like, you lucky. I don't fucking kill you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, now Kendrick Perkins is the bully on 2K. 
and he's he don't know shit. I got past that storyline. Like I'm past where you get a bunch of cutscenes, so now I just kind of vibe. Hmm. I'm still in the midst of that because I'd be coming on and off. Yeah, I, I got past that and I've been playing a lot. But me and my Miami Heat squad, like we're about to get to the Heat now. But the the Heat with me, bro, like this Heat team is already a threat. The Heat with me at power forward instead of Kevin Love. It's like ironic that. because I'm on the Celtics. <laughs> I'm running Ugh. point for the Celtics. Ew. Nah, it's fun. Ew. It's fun as hell. I enjoy every bit of it. I can throw it to circle and square, and I'm good to go. They're See, walking. I, I, I don't speak. I don't, I don't speak PlayStation language. Yeah, that's right. Because you got a battery. You're right. Um, I, I don't have a battery. <laughs> I have a. I have a rechargeable pack. Battery. The same way that you gotta recharge your recharge your controller. See, here's the thing: when your controller dies, you gotta go throw a cord in that bitch. When my controller dies, I just pop out the battery pack, put it back on the charger, and then mm. pop in a new battery pack. I mean, that's true, too. But I could, I could still chill because I could plug it up. to. The, I could be laying in my bed, plug it up. You can plug it up to the, uh, you know, little adapter piece. I could still play, be charged. I don't, even, be I don't even need that. all that. No, no wires, just straight swap out. Out here like Call of Duty talking about changing mag. Until you forget to charge your other battery pack. Never a problem because there's four of them on a little spinny wheel. Hmm. See, that was just you preparing in advance for you forgetting. And well, <laughs> that was I, just a smart business decision. <laughs> look, I, I went on Amazon and I yeah. was like, so my dad's an electrician. And I was like, look, what does this number mean? It was like, it was, I, I don't think it was straight up volts. It was like, I don't know. I was just like, if I get more of these, will my battery last longer? And he was like, yes. So I got like 3,000 of them bitches and I can play. Like, I can play games, not just watch TV. I can play games a couple hours a day for two straight weeks and not have to switch out my batteries. Yeah, I, I can't be it. mad at you for that, man. It's smart business it. decision. Very but you mentioned, you mentioned the heat. And we've got to talk about how they just kind of been running through the East so far. <laughs> oh, man, I, I love it. So, you know, I, I, everybody who listens to this show knows that I'm a big fan of the Levitar show. And because of that, I've become an honor. Well, first of all, I'm a Heat fan alumni. Uh, four years oh, of the Heat fan. LBJ. Yeah. 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 Um, but, like, I never really stopped rooting for the Heat after that. They're just not, you know. Thankfully, LeBron went to my favorite team, so now I just have one favorite team. But my favorite team in the East is the Heat. And so to see them the performing East. the way that they have been, which also – just like shout out to the fact that the Lakers and the Heat play on the same night because just every other night I get fucking six hours straight of basketball that I actually care about. Whereas watching the Nuggets and the Suns and the Celtics and the Sixers, I'm just kind of like, meh. I mean, I hate Boston and I hate Kevin Durant, but watching for hate isn't as good as watching for love. But <laughs> speaking of love, <laughs> Miami Heat. Like I like what you did there. And the outlet pass legend, Kevin Love, with Hemi Butler, have been absolutely tearing through the competition. I mean, this is their second 3-1 lead. They beat the number one seed, Milwaukee Bucks, who, as we talked about before, just horrible coaching by Bootenholzer. But also, Jimmy Butler has just fully put that team on his back. And he is 
carrying a team like I don't think that we've ever seen a single person carry a team in the playoffs. And oh, it's yeah. beautiful to watch. Oh, yeah, man. Listen, I I was surprised in the first series when they beat Milwaukee. That surprised me. Like, that kind of shocked me to see them. Not even necessarily to see them win the series, but to win it the way they wanted. They didn't even go, what, five games? That, that joint was 3-1, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, went, four, it four went five one. games. It went. That's what I meant. I went yeah. five games. It didn't. It wasn't like a three-two series. It was four-one. I don't know why I keep thinking three, but four-one. They dusted them. Dusted number one them. overall seed. Number one I'll... overall seed. I'm pretty sure they had the best record in the NBA. Number one seed, and they got dirted. Not beat. Not just you know played had good effort. They got dirted by a playing by team. By a playing team. By Jimmy Buckets. By Jimmy Buckets. From the same guy who beat every player on the Timberwolves starting lineup. Oh, from the, the, guy, the legendary practice? Mm-hmm. From the guy who yelled out, Tobias Harris over me? <laughs> and I, y'all know what I mean by that. And he's right, because yeah. I would have never let Jimmy go for Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris say, hasn't done shit since then, has he? No, he hasn't done nothing for them since the, he got brought on to the Sixers from the Clippers. Yeah, like, he kind of disappeared. Like, that's, uh, that's the first time, like, hearing that story is the only time that I have heard anything about Tobias Harris in he's done a while. <laughs> he's done nothing. As always, he's done absolutely nothing. And the Miami Heat have a great opportunity to get back to the finals. Are we going to see a repeat? Is it going to be a finals repeat is the real question. A bubble rematch? Mm-hmm. I would love to see it, even though they keep pushing that narrative. There's only two players left in the Lakers. But. Oh, that was on that. Uh, that, would, that were on, on that, that roster. roster. On that roster. I still maintain, though, that the bubble was harder basketball. The, the bubble was more about skill and less about conditioning and routines and road trips and fans. I think that the bubble is the purest basketball that we have ever seen. I think we saw next level play in that bubble. We and saw. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just I, I don't subscribe to the whole Mickey Mouse championships theory. And I don't just say that because the Lakers won that year. I think the Lakers would have won that year regardless, but the games that we saw in the bubble, like look at it, like Phoenix was not great before that. And then they went into the bubble. They scored those 10 wins. And then look at what happened to Phoenix after that. They went 10 and 0 in the bubble games. And then they took off from there. And I think that's just showing that like the, the skill really comes out and the teams who performed well in the bubble, most of them didn't regress that hard the next year. The Lakers did, but that's because they had a very old ragtag roster, and most of those people were gone by the time that that offseason was over. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see that rematch just to prove everybody wrong. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, the core of the Lakers is still there because the core <laughs> is AD and LeBron. And then the others. <laughs> and then the and then others. It, then it's, everyone else. And it's going to depend if AD's healthy. If AD ain't healthy, it ain't going to work. But... Um... The bubble was the bubble was rec ball. So like 
and I don't mean that to call people amateurs. Like, I mean rec ballers and everybody hooping, everybody's dropping buckets. Like, yeah. that's that's what I mean when I say rec ball. It was straight up, like, who's getting it next? Like, that's when you literally go up to the rec or just a playground and you're playing with your boy and, like, one of your mans is just hot. They just hot. There's nothing you can do about it. They hot in this game, and it just goes. Like, that's how the bubble is. And that's not what's going on in these playoffs, but what, we see, what we're seeing in these playoffs – is a lot more team-oriented basketball and not a one-man army basketball. We used to see it where it was like you had your superstar and like it revolved around them. A lot of these teams, look at look at the Nuggets for a prime example of a team who you have your two stars, but you need your role players to perform in order to win. That's why the series is 2-2. The Lakers, we saw it last night. Lonnie Walker dropped 15 in the fourth quarter. Out of nowhere. You need your role out of nowhere. You need your role players to step up in these big moments and times to win you these games. We're seeing a lot more of it being team oriented. It's not an all about me type team. That's why James Harden with the Rockets never worked. Yeah. And, and, and that's the only reason that it's working for the Suns is because you have two of the greatest scorers right now in the in the league or in the history of this league. Like it's just too easy for both of them. So you know, <laughs> and to supplement your rec ball analogy, and I, I I think that this will really put what you said into perspective. I look at the Drew League, mm. and <clears throat> you think about the NBA legends who have made appearances in the Drew League, and their teams have taken L's, and I mean like not mm. close L's, like big L's, like. You've seen, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure Kobe stepped into the Drew League and took a couple L's himself. LeBron has stepped into the Drew League and taken some L's. Like, we're talking the best of the best have stepped into the Drew League, which is amateur basketball. It's rec basketball, amateur basketball, but some of the best people in that realm. And it's just pure skill. And it's just pure IQ. And you can have some of the best players of all time step out into that court. And, like, you would think, like, right now, if LeBron, if Kevin Durant went and stepped on the basketball court over at Carroll Park, it don't matter who the other four people on that team is. They're probably going to dust whoever <laughs> the other team is. And that holds true. But, like, I'm talking true skillful like the old heads who wake up in the morning go run a couple miles go directly to the court hoop go to work get off of work hoop again go home sleep repeat those people are some of the most skilled basketball players in the world it's just that their physical abilities are not enough to have gotten them to that next level mm-hmm. in the bubble we saw the skilled players stand out rather than the most well-conditioned players because at the end of the day conditioning and skill like you look at it Kobe was a perfect example of skill and conditioning whereas Melo was just skill you looked at the uh the dream team documentary and when Kobe was you know hey I'm gonna be at the gym at 6 a.m and Melo said I ain't being in no fucking gym at 6 a.m <laughs> I, I can't be mad at him about that because I was the same way I'm not fucking getting up that early. That's too early. Like I get it, but if you de- if you dedicated, if you really want to do it, you'll get up at that time. But I understood where Melo was coming from. <laughs> yeah, 
but at the end of the day, like it, it was skill. There was no outside factors. It was just who was the most skilled. And I think that that was the purest form of basketball we've seen. Because there was also no, there was no crowd influencing the refs. It was the purest refereeing that we've ever seen. And that's Mm. why I will never discount the bubble. I like to joke about it, but I don't never take it seriously. Because, like, I don't care what anybody says. When you go through a hardship in a season and it requires you to do what they did, it's the same thing like how I view like the Buccaneers ring like for 2020. Like everybody's like, well, you won it during the COVID year. You know how hard that is? You couldn't do OTAs. You couldn't have training camp. You had none of those early portion sentiments. And COVID years don't count for the NFL because the NFL never stopped. Yeah, that's true. If anything, motherfuckers had to play a game on a Wednesday. And then come because straight back shit, and play again. Because some thought, yeah, because they had to cancel it because one team got sick or something, and they was like, yeah. "All right, you can't play this day, so we got to move it a couple days." So like all those, all those mental, those like that's a mental thing. Like all those mental hardships that go on during things like that matter. Same thing with a strikeout. Like with when you know when somebody's on strike and like yeah. whatever team won that year of a strike, that matters. Like the season gets cut short. You don't have all your players. You got randos on your team. Like all of those things matter. The little things that people don't think about matter for for yeah. games like the the bubble or you know for series like the bubble and COVID and all those other things. Like no one ever thinks about that. They just think, oh, it was easier because of no, it wasn't easier. It was actually harder. Well, like baseball, you know, you had no crowds and everything like that. Every sport had no crowds, or the NFL had crowds. Yeah, they had, like, a little small section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But, like, baseball, you know, there was times the Yankees had to play a home game at Philly because, like, the season was so hyper-shortened, stuff like that. I don't don't take that away from the Dodgers when they won that championship because that was even harder to come back, you know, more than three-quarters of the way through the season, play 50 games, and then go into a postseason – like nothing had changed. Like that was crazy. And everybody's playing every game on the road because it's in hub cities. Like that's extra hard. And it's kind of wild to even think about it just because you said the NFL. And while we're on that topic, you know, mm. the the pandemic didn't cancel a, a, a global pandemic did not cancel a single NFL game. The only time that we have ever seen an NFL game be canceled is when DeMar Hamlin's heart stop yeah in that field which we haven't been able to talk about this that man's cleared to play football. he's cleared to play that's not, awesome, to, not to jump around too much but like that's insane and i'm so excited for him but to bring it back in i don't want to hear the mickey mouse ring bullshit for any sport because that was the hardest time in everyone's lives and the fact that they went out there and did that shit at a high level mm-hmm. and let's not forget you were kind of isolated from your family. Like you were literally yeah. isolated. Like some people did get to bring their family in, but like you probably had to be a, uh, you know, a well-known established uh, player to do that. So yeah, it sounds like you got a car alarm going off over there, buddy. I do. It ain't mine. So <laughs> it'll somebody will cut it. It'll go off eventually. I ain't got no control over that, but. All right. So do we got it? We got any more NBA that we want to get into before we move um, on? Boston and Boston and the South and, and the Sixers are playing right now. It's not much to really talk about with that series. Just it's two two. Um, they're playing how I expect them to play their divisional opponents, who are facing off against each other. So they're playing how I expected them to play. Uh, 
James Harden looks like himself again a little bit. He's dropped 40, I think, in like the last few one of the last few games, and two, including two uh, game winning threes. So yeah. when this to bring the series to where it is, so kudos to James. I don't think it's gonna last long, but you know. Hey, Vegas one day hitting game winning threes tonight. You already know. Yeah, you know, but that's all I got for them. But yeah, we can we can keep it moving. Yeah, uh, I I just don't have a lot to say about that Celtic series. It's just yeah, I I don't think that the Celtics are all that they're cracked up to be. I'll just leave it at that. I I think yeah. that they are vulnerable, and the, the Sixers have shown it because right now the Sixers are the worst team. Well, no, the Knicks. But no, uh, so technically the, it's the Knicks and this. <laughs> the Sixers aren't much better than the Knicks, and the fact that they're tied up with the Celtics just kind of shows you everything that you need to know. Yeah, they're um, up. I mean, the Sixers are up right now, fifty-one thirty-nine, but it's. It's only the first half. Uh, I'll still take it. Look, yeah. if they take a 3-2 lead, I love Boston tears. There is <laughs> nothing that I love more than Boston tears. That's why, like, I became a hockey fan a week. Like, I, you know, I, I've always enjoyed a little <laughs> bit of hockey. But to watch the fucking Florida Panthers knock out the Bruins, who had literally the best regular season in hockey history ever and you in the first out. round. That's crazy. Uh, I love it. I love Boston tears. Uh, but from Boston Tears to Baltimore and New York Cheers, mm. let's get to the NFL because there's been yes, a lot less. that we've missed. And two of the biggest things that I've complained about on this show through our entire run have been that I would just like Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and for the first time, we can say... That at least for 365 days, and in Lamar Jackson's case, for at least five years, they will shut the fuck up. Because Aaron Rodgers is officially a Jet, and Lamar Jackson has signed a five-year extension with the Baltimore Ravens to be their quarterback. What so, two hundred fifty-five mil worth. 260. 260. 260. He he got 5 million more than Jalen Hurts, making him the highest paid NFL quarterback, or the highest, it's the richest NFL contract in history. Yeah, I I saw that coming. A lot of people argue that it's not, but it's not not the richest guaranteed deal, but it's the richest deal. You might say it's the, yeah, I was about to say it might not be guaranteed the same amount, but he's guaranteed like what one, one eighty I think one eighty something because it's all it's literally all of it from the from the signing bonus to the to everything is just five million more than what Hurts got. But I said it when I saw Jalen Hurts get his uh two fifty five contract or whatever it was. When I saw that, I said Lamar's price just went up. Yeah, whether it be a couple million, I knew I knew once that I was like, yep, that price just went up again. I mean, he's more accomplished as a player in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Unarguably. They have similar skill sets, and he's more accomplished. I'm surprised. Well, not surprised. I think that the Eagles reached a little bit on Jalen Hurts' extension. They just did it because he won them. He took them to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and they kind of had to. But either way, you knew that he was going to make more money. Realistically, if Jalen Hurts is worth 255, Lamar Jackson's probably worth 275, but 
I mean, we'll take the five million more. I'm I'm yeah. I'm happy with the contract for him. Like I think it's cool. I don't know what the incentives are specifically, but I'm pretty sure it involves him playing majority of the games. Yeah, but the, he has like but, insurance for if he gets injured in his contract too. Yeah, it, it's weird, but I'm all for it. He's got yeah, a really he's got, he, he's bad got a no cap trade hip clause. Hip. Yeah, he's got no. What else is it? No trade clause and no. Ta- he can't get tagged again. Yeah, and he's got like a seventy million dollar cap hit his last two years. Yeah, I ain't even worried about that. That's whatever. That's that's a few years from now. We'll deal with that. We'll deal. That's one of those things with where it's I'll deal with that when I get to it. <laughs> you, you know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about. Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., Rashad Bateman, Devin DuVernay, and Mark Andrews. I thought that, you were going to say that other fucker that they signed, and I was going to yell at you. What fucker? Because I thought you they signed you. If you don't, you, you know why you don't remember? Because now they got names that matter. Nelson Aguilar. Who? Exactly. Mr. Butterfingers. He's garbage. I was so Who? mad when they signed. I was so pissed when they signed him. Like, what is he going to do for you besides drop? Besides be what Marquise Brown was. Just drop the pass. Just drop the ball. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. And I don't, I'm not too high on OBJ myself, but it's I'm, fine. I, he still can catch the ball. He at least catches the ball. I ain't worried for shit about a motherfucker named Nelson. <laughs> Man, like I'm just saying, man, <laughs> that boy is not good. And they signed him, but I, I don't agree. See the field, bro. Can I just say I don't agree with the contract that they gave OBJ? I ain't even worried about it, honestly, because I I'm think just saying, that's half the reason why Lamar Jackson. That's was, definitely half the reason why. Yeah, there's been and multiple reports about that. That's definitely the, half the reason. But I'm just saying, the, like the four a, games that OBJ plays this year. Are gonna be fire. I'm glad you know it's not gonna be a lot of games. Because <laughs> like games. a player coming off of two ACLs, two ACL injuries, and in what not was it back to back season? Probably uh, either back to back. I know that I know that he good. tore his ACL in the Super Bowl, but it, he was having a hell of a Super Bowl. He was going that. to win the MVP. That Bro. he was going to win the Super Bowl MVP for that game. Probably. I just he already had like seventy something yards, bro. It was going to happen. You know what? Honestly, for all I care, pay him all of the money, and don't start him till week ten. Don't even let him play until week ten. Yeah, I think Zay and Rashad can hold it down. Do you Nelson think they're going can go to run routes and look pretty? Do you think the Ravens are going to uh, keep Patrick Queen? Yes. I actually saw a report earlier that Eric DaCosta is looking to sign him to a contract extension, but I think that if they can't come to a contract extension, it's a good idea not to exercise his rookie option. Just I wouldn't because you'd, you'd, you'd be paying more. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't. Yeah. So I, they were I, smart I think by that was a smart move. I would love to keep Patrick Queen, don't get me wrong, because Roquan Smith has been a huge influence on making Patrick Queen into a better player. And I think that them playing a full season together is going to do nothing but make Patrick Queen better. But I think, if that I think doesn't the, work out, fine. I think I, the Ravens are going to do what the Eagles did with, uh, not the Eagles, um, with what the Green Bay Packers did with Jordan Love's contract. Like, because they didn't pick up his fifth year, they just gave him an extension. 
And I think it was an extension of I think I don't think it would be the same thing because they only extended yeah. him, I think, another year. But I think the, um yeah. The, the biggest thing is, is I don't want to get burnt like we got burnt with Mosley. Oh yeah. Because yeah. like you remember I we thought they from, let him go before they paid him big money. Because he ended up going to the Jets and getting super big money. We didn't pay him big money, but I'm pretty sure we exercised Mosley's fifth year. Okay. And then he had a dog shit fifth year, which I don't really understand why it is the Jets paid him the money that they paid him. Mm, But I mean, he wasn't bad. He's not bad there, but he definitely had some injury injury prone seasons. uh, He he hasn't been like a all pro or anything like that. I don't think. No. Yeah. I haven't. Um, I haven't seen him really. He's not a superstar. Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. A rookie is the their rookie of last year is a bigger superstar than he is. Yeah, that, that that's true. <laughs> that, but you know that's great. So we talked about the Ravens. We know what we getting with the Ravens. Ravens probably gonna win about ten games this year. I'm gonna just put that out there now. More than that. Uh, I don't think thirteen. I'm not saying that many. Thirteen. Um, that's fine. You can. Do I need to pull up. This, do I need to pull up their opponents? Thirteen. Uh, you probably do because I don't know. I'm gonna pull up their opponents. So I don't know who the hell they play to be honest. Outside of the division, I don't know who they playing, bro. Because I don't even know from the Bucks. I don't know who we playing outside of our division right now. I really don't. I'll okay. see it when the schedule come out Thursday. <laughs> Steelers dub. Browns dub. Bengals dub. One of. I I I still say you'll see where I'm. You'll, you'll see where I'm getting. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got you. Go ahead. Oh. I'll let you finish. Steelers dub, Bang or er, Browns dub, Bengals dub, Texans dub, Colts dub, Seahawks dub, Rams dub, Dolphins dub, Lions dub. That's eight. Don't underestimate the Lions. Steelers L. And don't underestimate the Seahawks. Browns dub. Bengals L. Titans dub. Dub. They, they Jaguars. Dub. L. Ooh, that's a good game. Cardinals dub. That's gonna be a good game. Cardinals dub. They're gonna be ass. 49ers L. Chargers dub. Depending on who the quarterback is. Well, the Niners. The Niners L was their fourth. The Chargers dub would have made them 13 and 4. All I'm saying is don't sleep on that Seahawks team and don't sleep on that Lions team. The rest you're fine with. But I still say I still say it's gonna be about I'll say ten and ten or eleven. I'm not gonna give it. I, I just can't give it thirteen. I mean, I'll say ten or eleven. We won a, what ten or eleven last year with Tyler Huntley playing. Was it ten or nine? I thought they won nine. Pretty sure. Hold up. I think they went nine and eight. Uh, I'm pretty sure we went. Uh, pretty sure we won at least ten games. Let's find out. I'm working on it. I wasn't ready. For it's okay. It's all good. We got time. <laughs> we we do have plenty of time. Ten and seven. Okay, they did win ten. Okay. We won ten games with Tyler Huntley playing five of those. And what he go like four and two? I mean four and one, or like three two and, and two? four. <laughs> oh shit! Like, <laughs> Tried to give only, that man props. He only won one or two games. He's never been much well, of a winner. He's the, he's a good. The... He always keeps it close. Yeah, but you saw the the score difference when Lamar plays and when he doesn't. It's a ten point difference. Yeah, it's a 
It's crazy. It's crazy. And we didn't even touch on this. I, it just hit me. We didn't even touch on the fact that Munkin is the uh, the coordinator. Oh, yeah, we didn't even touch on the. We didn't well, even we, touch on that. So this we is had about a whole celebration whole for Greg Roman getting fired. Offense, bro. And Zay Flowers already said that Munkin's offense fully caters to him. I, yeah, because they're going to use the receivers. He's yeah. going to use his receivers, and he's going to run the ball the way you're supposed to run the ball. No not... fucking Tyler Huntley one-yard sneaks God, to lose a playoff game. He, like, bro, like, oh, he used to piss me. I can stand Greg Roman because he was just so dumb. Bro, I promise you that I won't complain about Ty- – like, even if he royally fucks up, I won't complain about him for at least nine games. Nah, you got because you gotta let it. You gotta let that play out. You gotta let him yeah. play out. Greg Roman played out his first year, great. Second year, bleh. third year, last the final year or however many years he was there, dog shit. Yeah, it absolute fucking dog shit. It just all went bad. Like it, I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> well, I understand it because he stopped developing new plays. He did exactly what he did when the 49ers and when the 49ers. He got complacent and ruined Colin Kaepernick's career. Yeah, yeah that he did. <laughs> that he did. But now that we have touched on everything Ravens, everything Baltimore, at least football-wise. Yeah, we do got some baseball-wise Baltimore coming. We do have some Baltimore. Um, yeah. But before we get to that, we haven't gotten to the second. Yeah, A.A. Ron. We got to get to him shutting the fuck up. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one while I go grab another beer. Yup, knock yourself out. So, for everyone who doesn't know, which all of you should know by now, because all they've done is whine and cry and bitch and moan about A.A. Ron, he is now a New York Jet. He will now be wearing the green and white, or whatever color the Jets are nowadays, because, you know, everybody changing colors out here in these streets, you feel me? I'm so glad that we're so we're over this Aaron Rodgers thing. This was a man who apparently, according to him, he was 91% retired before his ass went and go and sat in the cave. Went and sat in the cave, meditated, peed in the corner, did all this other stuff, slept on a rock. I don't know. I don't know what you It couldn't be me. Wouldn't be me. But all I'm saying is he is now a jet. So that leads us to this question, right? What? Will the Jets look like? We always said, hey, they're a quarterback away from being whatever. We also said that about the Colts. We said that the Colts were one quarterback away. And what were they? Dog shit. They were dog shit. They were garbage. Garbaggio. Basura. They were all of that. Terrible. So is that what we can expect from this New York, this new branded New York Jets team? who also brought over like 17 different Packers. You brought over Alan Lazard. You just recently signed Randall Cobb's old dusty ass. What what are we getting now? Hmm? Which Aaron Rodgers are we going to get? Are we going to get the Super Bowl former MVP of the league, Aaron Rodgers? Or are we going to get a beat up, knocked down, crusty, dusty Aaron Rodgers, who looks like and acts like and smells like a caveman. What what Aaron <laughs> Rodgers are we going to get? That's what I want to know. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to do that great. That's just me. I don't think he's going to do I don't do think he great. needs to. Mm, probably does. And the only reason I say that now is because look at the division that they're in. 
It is a tough you division. Got, I will give you that. You got yeah. You got the Bills passing team. You got the Dolphins who try to be a running team, but ultimately with they're gonna be a passing team. I don't know how far it's gonna go because Tua can't throw. Tua throws like a duck. So throwing team, throwing team. The Patriots. I don't know what the hell they're gonna be. They I guess they're gonna be a throwing team, but they hire gonna, an offensive coordinator. Yeah, it's Bill O'Brien. They brought back Bill O'Brien, which benefits everyone because that's a real offensive coordinator. So, I mean, yeah, didn't he like single handedly destroy the Texans, though? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did bring them to the AFC championship, though. They were good until he traded away DeAndre Hopkins. Did he trade away, um, like Adrian Foster, too, right? When he was still. Nah, Adrian Foster was gone by the time he got there. Am I tripping? I'm thinking of, they had a running back. You, you, uh, you, uh, um, they traded for uh, uh, David Johnson um, from the Cardinals, uh, like because David John- <laughs> David Johnson was uh, on the Cardinals and they traded for him, because that's how that's how Arizona got uh, Hopkins. <laughs> Ew, that, that's yeah. just that's that was such a, that was a terrible trade. Oh my god, oh. that 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 was the wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, we just out here testing shit out today. But, um, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, so I, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have to do a little bit more than he's playing. I mean, he has a good supporting cast. I just don't like that he brought back dusty-ass old people. What did you bring Randall Cobb for? For what? That's, That's just a, a quote-unquote fantastic security question. question. For what? He owed his dirt. You got Alan Lazard. You got Garrett Wilson. You got, uh, what's that tight end name? CJ Uzoma, he was he was a former Bengal, but you got oh him. yeah 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 like you have they have you right they do have pieces but he's still gonna have to sling the rock, he's still gonna have to throw that ball around the field. You got good running backs, but they're not gonna be able to win this game. Not in the AFC. The AFC is a straight up passing league. All the yeah. AFC knows is pass. But if he does exactly what he did last year for the Packers for the Jets, like just swap out him and Zach Wilson slash Mike White slash whoever of the nine people that started games for the Jets or whatever. Yeah. They would have been Zach a playoff. Zach Wilson might as well retire now. Zach but, Wilson might as well get, get the hell up out of here. <laughs> he's going to be the next Josh Rosen is what he's going to be. And Josh Rosen didn't even get a fair shake. He really didn't. RIP to his career. Yeah, he did not get a fair shake whatsoever. Ever. Honestly, he should go to the XFL or he should have went to the XFL or USFL and did what AJ McCarron did. Yeah, because AJ McCarron out of that. I don't. I didn't hear anything about it, so I don't think so. But he definitely won MVP for the league that year. I don't even know who won that whole thing. Like who won it? <laughs> oh, it's next week. The defenders oh, okay. are playing against. Um, all right, all right, DC. Yeah, my my defenders. DC, but, you know. Can uh, we get? When is the game? Um, next Sunday? Or this Not, Sunday. Oh, shit. This, this week, I think. It's Mother's, it's on fucking Mother's Day, bro. Hold up, let, let me see. Alexa, when do the D.C. Defenders play? Damn, she, she bitched you. Saturday. Saturday okay, night. So they play this Saturday. Yeah. Can I get tickets? <laughs> Is it's, it too late then? Do you want to go to San Antonio? Oh shit! <laughs> oh, why isn't it here? <laughs> it's a neutral site championship. Oh, oh, fuck that! 
Yeah. But I wanted to go to a game this year, but like, I, so I couldn't too. watch the Defenders because I, I don't know if I told this story on here. But like, so I did tell, you know, I told the, everybody that I got broken up with. Right, right, right. right. <clears throat> well, my breakup was during a Defenders game. <clears throat> and it was just like, and I shit you not, this was the exact timing of it. She was like, I'm breaking up with you. And then the TV was like, I love the oh, XFL! Yeah, yeah, I do remember these alcohol. And I was like, funny then, right. but like now it's. <laughs> oh, it's always it's been funny. hilarious. I mean, it wasn't funny for me then, but it should have been yeah, funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like no. in that moment, it wasn't funny, but like. <clears throat> but yeah, so I couldn't really watch the XFL for a couple weeks. But I did get to watch their uh their semifinal or their conference final. I I don't the, the North like... North Division final. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know how how the uh the Sea Dragons, the Seattle Sea Dragons, and the uh, DC Defenders are in the same. Yeah, I don't know how they push that together. But uh, yeah, that that was what the matchup was, and the Defenders handily beat the sea dragons that was the first game that i caught and i was like huh i don't see why that guy yelled that he loved the xfl so much it's it, it, it's all right <laughs> it's all right I, I don't know why you had to be so hype in that moment guy he was feeling it bro <laughs> he didn't need to feel it he didn't but it's okay right. I, I, I can watch the xfl again i just needed to take a couple weeks off <laughs> Man, look. So, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers and what he got to do? Like, because I I went on a little rat while you were gone. I was just talking about how you know I think he's gonna be garbage because we all said last year that the Colts were one quarterback away from being a playoff title team, whatever, and they were dog shit. But they didn't get that quarterback either. They thought they did. That's the thing. You think you did? You got an old quarterback in Nick Foles. He's not as old as Aaron Rodgers, but not Nick Foles. Nobody thought that Nick, Nick Foles, Foles or Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan not, was going to. No, Nobody no, they thought... did. They did. They had, there were, te- not, not win the Super Bowl or anything, but they had teams or people who thought that they were going to win that division. No. Yeah. Look at the experts from last year. Including Dude, everybody should have understood that. Like, I knew that. Matt Ryan was washed. Nick Foles is washed. And Anthony Richardson is one or two years away from being a starter. I'm very, very, I have mixed feelings about him going, not to the Colts, but just going number four. Just because he's raw. I think that people, people learn their lessons from Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. He's a very similar talent to the both of them. And both of them had to sit on the bench behind somebody. <clears throat> until they got their shot. Yeah, but he's sitting behind Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew's not a bad quarterback to sit behind. He ain't that good. I'm tired of the Gardner we, Minshew slander. You watched what he did with the Eagles when Jalen Hurts got hurt. He was dog shit. But I also watched what he did in Jacksonville when he actually had the reps, and he was surprisingly good. He had the reps with the Eagles. Dog shit. He had second-team reps with the Eagles. For the first game. The rest of that time, Jalen Hurts had been out for two to three weeks. He did not have second-team reps. That offense wasn't built for his play style. No. Gardner Minshew. You still had... No, 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 no. 
Look at Gardner Minshew. Look at Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Now look back at Gardner Minshew. Now look back at Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I want you to point out some key differences for me. One's black and one's white. That's not what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> you are right, though. You are okay, right. Okay, okay. Uh, one's a running style quarterback who can throw. I don't, you know. And the other one's Gardner Minshew. Just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he can he can throw a ball. He can throw a football. He throws football well. He he just can't run. I but you know what though, if he does us he let me not put it this way. He's he can scramble, but he's not. He can't a run. run. Yeah. <laughs> You're fully one hundred percent right to say that. But that offense was built to have a quarterback running it, and it was also built. With Jalen Hurts being able to scramble a hell of a lot faster than Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, uh, Jalen Hurts looks like he starts his day with a protein shake. Gardner so Minshew looks like he starts his day with a Coors Light. Yeah, he probably does, bro. My boy probably does. But what I, I mean, but still, though, you get the first team reps. You get all of this stuff. You still have the weapons. It's not like the weapons are gone, bro. You still have A.J. Brown. You still have Devontae Smith. You still have Miles Sanders and, and their uh, plethora of running backs. You still had, uh, who was their tight end? Good, uh, I was about to say Gadecki. That's not his name. Got the play it. calling wasn't great, though, either, because they weren't mixing in the run the right way. It's because they're stupid. That's why, I, well, I can't say that's why he's gone, because he went on to be a head coach, I think, for, was it the Colts? Well, I think, no, maybe. Maybe. It's either the Colts or the Cardinals. Those are the two teams that took their coordinators. I think the Cardinals took their defensive coordinator, so I do think it is the the Colts. Might yeah, be the Colts that go because because Frank Reich is is in Carolina now. Yeah, but so, the, yeah. the the big thing is is that like a lot of their running plays were RPOs. I need teams to get away from that. The thing up. about RPOs work great with a mobile quarterback because then you kind of have a double RPO. Right. You have, you have two running options and you have the pass option. Mm-hmm. Whereas you can't run an RPO with Gardner Minshew, that's not his strength. He's not a quick passer. He's a deep passer. He's a mid passer. He's not the person that's going to throw you the short out. It's very true. So it, it, he just wasn't a good backup to have on that team. Hey, look, I don't, I don't discredit you. You got a great point. Like I can't, I can't argue it, but I just don't see how. I, I just still don't think Gardner Minshew is that great either way. I don't think like, he's that still, great, but you he still had him. Hey, I mean, is he better than Cam Newton? Yeah. <laughs> is he better than Cam Newton? And the reason why I'm making this joke, ladies and I'd, gents, yeah, is literally because. Cameron Newton came out uh, recently, maybe even last week or whenever this was really originally reported, but he came out and said he's not getting an NFL job because they don't like his hairstyle. (laughs) Sir, you're washed. You're garbage. Did you not watch your own pro day tape? You were terrible. Horrible. You... Uh, I just, I don't understand. He went from, this is the funny part. He went from saying there ain't 32 
quarterbacks better than me or 30 quarter. How many how many teams is in the NFL? 32, right? Or is it 30? 30, 32, 30. I think it's 32. We're going to go with 32. It's 32 teams in the NFL. Ain't 32 teams or 32 quarterbacks better than me, right? That's how he started. Then a couple weeks later or a month or so later, he comes out and says, there's not 32 or, or 15. I don't remember the number, but there ain't that many backups that are better than me. And then he started naming where he would go to be a backup. You don't get to choose where you are a backup. You're a backup. You go where I tell you. You get signed where you get signed. Okay? it's number two. Then you jump from that to this most recent statement of they won't let me in the league because of my hair. Sir, you wear a helmet on your head. You wear a helmet on your head on Sundays. We do not care about your hand. Your head. Damn it. Robbie Anderson, who changed his name to Chosen. I don't understand what that logic was, but that was because that's just dumb. Robert. But Robbie Anderson went and changed his name to Chosen, and his hair was just as wild as yours is right now, and he has a job. So where does that even make sense? Your logic ain't adding up, Cam. You're one plus one, not equal in two. Fucking Robert. Robert Anderson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looks like fucking Electro from Spider-Man. And he has a job. He is signed to the, I believe it's the Dolphins. I believe I'm allowed to say that? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it's so accurate. <laughs> I just want to understand. I just want to understand, like, what his thought process was, man. Like, you think they care that much about your hair, bro? If they cared that much about your hair, people wouldn't be able to wear cornrows in the NFL. Or do whatever flashy thing it is that they do in the NFL now. Like, come on, bro. Your hair? Stop making an excuse. Just admit that you're washed. Your last stint with the Patriots did not help you any whatsoever. And then you put out that bullshit of a pro day tape where you threw it up in the air and the receiver had to get up under it to catch it. Not because, oh, you threw a great pass. No, because you threw a duck. You did all that scrambling. And I want everybody to go look. Go look up. Type in Cam Newton's Pro Day 2023. Okay? And you know what's going to come up? Him running around in circles like he's Kyler Murray. And then just chucking that joint deep and praying that his uh, receiver that he threw it to gets it. That's literally what he did. It was pretty bad. It was terrible. Like we're not, you're not gonna sit here and act like you you talk good stuff. Like you're just not, we're not gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I might have been loud in some of y'all ears, but he just showed me the photo of who he was referring to, and it's never been more accurate in my life. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Episode but... title: Electro Anderson. Yep. Works for me, man. But like Cam, like be real, be be for real, bro. Be real. Stop acting. You're not you're not all that no more. You haven't been good since like 20, probably when you went to the Super Bowl, which was like 2016 or something, 2015, 2016. He just he's not accurate. Nope. He doesn't have a strong arm. Uh, you're not like fast anymore. 60% completion percentage. You're garbage, bro. He used to be. He used to be, don't get me wrong, Cam used to be one of the oh, best. Yeah, because no. yeah, he could run. 
And both, I mean, he could, he, he, he could throw better back then than he can now. But it was his ability to run. Yeah. He was 100%. a bowling ball coming at people. I mean, he was Josh Allen back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, he nah. was Josh Allen before Josh Allen. And he just he ain't like that anymore. Um Yeah, Cam Newton, just give it up, bro. Give it up. I'm I'm not even gonna address the hair comment because it it's ridiculous. And here's what it's meant for. That comment, it's it, it it's not an accident. It's for people to criticize him and then for him to be like Oh, see? Exactly my point. I don't give a fuck about your hair, Cam. I don't care that you seem to be very into Halloween. I don't care about any of it. Just, you're bad at football, bro. Just admit it. You're old now, man. The game has passed you by. You're old. Just let it go. He is... So he wouldn't accept a backup job when he was good enough to be a backup. And now that he's really not good enough to be a backup, I mean, maybe five or six teams, he would be an upgrade over their backup quarterback. Like, let's be real. Uh, he could go to Washington to start right now. No. That's the, that's the only team I would I'll be honest with start. you. I think that Taylor Heineke is a better quarterback right now he's than Cam Newton is. He's not, even in, he's not even there anymore. He's not? He's in Atlanta. Is he really? Yeah, Taylor Heineke's in Atlanta. Who the, the fuck is the, in the commanders, the commanders quarterback is Sam Howell, who they drafted last year. And um who? Uh, not Tyrod Taylor. Uh is it Tyrod Taylor? It's not Tyrod Taylor. I always confuse this man with somebody else. But I just know it's not Tyrod Taylor. It can't be. Tyrod Taylor's out of the league, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he is. He never really uh bounced back after that whole punctured lung thing. Did he ever Jaco- sue that I think doctor? it's Jacoby Brissett. It's Jacoby Brissett. I always mix them two up. Yeah. So the Washington Commanders quarterbacks are as follows. Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, and Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I say, like, if there was one team he could go start for today, it'd be Washington. I mean, you got Ron Rivera there, so I guess that that would be it. A good one. Taylor Heineke is a better quarterback than him right now. No, I don't disagree with that. But Ron's probably over him anyway. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Everybody's over him. Like, he was handed the keys to the Patriots and fumbled that bag. Like, I mean, I it's not like there was much to the keys. It's not like he was driving a Hyundai I mean, or a, a Ferrari. Yeah, but he wasn't driving a Hyundai either. Yeah, I know. I said it, and that's why I was like, he wasn't driving that either. He was more so driving a caravan. I don't know about a caravan. Bro, the Patriots were god-awful when he was there. Because he was there? They had no wide receivers. No, they didn't have anybody, bro. They had They've Devontae never had Parker, wide receivers. Hunter Henry. But you had Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry. Uh, What was the other tight end that, that left? He came from the Titans. Oh, what is his name? He came from the Titans. I have no clue, honestly. Like, it's not, it's not Delaney Walker. You could oh. just name me any person that was really good on another team and then tell me that they were a Patriot at the end of their career, and I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like Tim Tebow? Bet you forgot about that. Uh, He was there for like five seconds. He was there for like training camp. 
<laughs> and and Tebow was most recently a Jaguar. Oh, but you forgot Baltimore about that. Got the dub. Baltimore got the dub. Let's get oh, it. Yeah, they did. Let's get it. Get back in the win column. Shorty took two L's. Let's get back in the win column. Channel's the uh, basketball game on. TNT. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the Sixers are blowing them out right now. Oh, it's not really a blowout, but they're up by 12. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up on ragging on Cam Newton. There's only so much you can really say about how bad he is. Mm -hmm. So now I want to talk about I sent you a video on Twitter earlier. I want you to go ahead and watch it. I'm going to play the audio. That way, the audience can listen along as you watch. Oh, wait. Let's go have a look-see here. All right, all right. I don't know what's up with my Bluetooth right now. It's always something, ain't it? Really is always something. I'm not gonna lie, that was a nifty move. <laughs> I guess I'll do this to get away. All right, so that horrible quality audio, because for some reason it wouldn't Bluetooth over, uh, courtesy of Fox Sports 1. Um, this weekend, NASCAR raced to Kansas, uh, which is notoriously one of the most boring NASCAR races on the schedule. I mean, so Bubba Wallace won there last year. That was really exciting. But this was the first ever in 60-something races, first ever last lap pass at Kansas Motor Speedway. Uh, Denny Hamlin was racing Kyle Larson, which fuck Kyle Larson. Um, Everybody knows uh, my opinion on both NASCAR Kyles. Fuck them both. Fuck Kyle Busch. Fuck Kyle Larson. Give shit. Junior Nation for life, baby. Um, (laughs) Anyway. So, Hamlin is on Larson's fender. Larson hits the wall on his own. Bounces back. Hamlin, and a little tappy tap. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it was literally a tap. Like, it really, he, it's not like he, like, turned the car. Little tap, just a little bump. But that put Larson back into the wall. Hamlin passes him, and... Gets himself a dub on the last lap at Kansas. So, Jamar, what are, what are, what are your thoughts on that move? So, realistically, that's a dirty move, regardless of who did it and who it was done to. Like, that's a dirty move, but I ain't going to hold you. I could care less. Do what you got to do to win the game or win the rap, the, the lap. Race. Race. There, I'm, there you go. God, I don't know why. I'm like, I'm like, it's a... <laughs> It's a thing, but yeah, nah, yeah, I needed that one. But yeah, nah, like I ain't mad at it, bro. Nobody got hurt. He barely did anything. Like the dude bounced into the wall, kind of bounced back into him a little bit. He just hit him. Still finished second. 
Did he? Oh, yeah, 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 he did. That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody got hurt. So, like, I ain't mad at the play. But also, fuck Kyle Larson. So, fuck him. <laughs> like, I don't care about him. So, I don't think it was a dirty. Uh, it's a dirty move. But because no one got hurt, I don't see any problem with it. I don't even think it's dirty, if I'm being honest with you. I think that if, look, grew up Dale Earnhardt fan. Mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt would literally spin out his grandmother to get a win. And that's just facts. I don't see anything wrong with it. I like aggressive racing. Look, there's a reason why people watch NASCAR more than they watch Formula One. Because you know what? Formula One, you're not going to see that shit. First 10 laps of the race, somebody gets into first place, and then they never lose it again. (laughs) At least in NASCAR... There's some drama to it. There's some excitement. And my thing is, is that you're standing between me and a win. Every single time I'm putting you in the wall. Without even a fragment of doubt in my mind. I am putting you into the wall. And the thing is, is that Larson himself has done that many a times and people are complaining like oh it was a dirty move this that. i don't want to hear any of that because at the end of the day if you were in a nascar race and you could win 1.5 million dollars or you could win 300 grand which one are you picking say that number again say the numbers again <clears throat> I, I, i'm just making them up but oh okay but 1.5 I mean... million or it, it, it it's usually that big of a difference between first and second Really? 1.5 million or 300k. Oh, I want that 1.5. I ain't know that's how big of a gap it was between first and second. And so you're going to spend someone out to get that shit. Oh, uh, absolutely. Skirt, skirt, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, coming through. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I, I do not fault anyone that is going to sit there and take that dub. Are there horns on a uh, NASCAR car? No, there's not horns. Okay. Which is just curious. Like, no, imagine, they're... <laughs> imagine clipping somebody and going, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Those cars uh, are so loud, like, you wouldn't hear it if there were. Okay. I ain't never been to a, a NASCAR race. It's really fun to see in person, but it's really, like, it's so loud that no matter where you're sitting at the racetrack, like, you gotta wear... Uh, the the mufflers or ear ear protectors yeah, or whatever. You gotta wear some ear protection because that shit literally is just. I wouldn't have it in me to do to sit through that. It's not too bad. They go under caution. It gets quiet. You take the earplug out for a minute. Not too bad. Mm. It's not like you have to wear them the whole time. It's just more comfortable if you do. Yeah, I feel like I'm break my eardrum if I go. I've only been to one. I want to go to. I, I was going to go to Delaware uh, last week, but then it rained out and they raced on Monday. And work. So, yeah. But uh, I'm going to go to one this year. I don't know what one, but I'm going to go to one this year. As you should. I'm trying to go to a baseball game this year. That's where I'm trying to go. I'm probably going to go next week, honestly, because they're playing the Angels and Otani. Didn't you get to see him? I got to. LA? So. 
Yeah, yeah. So I I didn't even talk about the fact that I went to California. Like that didn't even. I was before our, our. I got the new job after our break. Right. So yeah. No, I was out California. Drove down to uh, the Los Angeles Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim Stadium in Anaheim, California. Uh, got to see Shohei Otani pitch against the Nationals, which was wild. Uh, mm. So I got to see my favorite team out on the West Coast uh, at Angel Stadium. Got to see Otani pitch. That was the second time I've seen him pitch. He pitched an absolute gem, too, which was like he had a no-hitter going until like the sixth or the seventh or something crazy like that. The Nationals only got one hit. Uh, I left in the seventh inning. But I'll tell you what, cheapest beer in baseball. So for if we have listeners in the greater Los Angeles area, let me get you hit because they're not supposed to tell you that they have this deal going. Mm-hmm. I asked them what kind of beers they had. They were like Modelo, Miller, you know, Bud, Budweiser, Bud Light, all of this 25 ounce cans. And they're like, but, and the guy leaned in and he was like, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but our cheapest beer and 25 ounce cans is $15. But, Excuse me? But we have a deal that's available at every game that we don't advertise. And that is for a 12 ounce long neck aluminum bottle of Budweiser or Bud Light. $4.50, which means that for $9, I could get 24 ounces of Bud Light. Or I could spend $15 and get 25 ounces of Bud Light. So that extra ounce would have been $6. Mm. I was like, give me two of them bitches. Yep. yep. Give so me two set. of them bitches. Because holy hell. You, you mentioned the Angels and the O's. Now I'm sitting here looking so I can figure out which game Otani's supposed to pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to look at it. Because uh, it's during the week next week. It's like Monday through Thursday, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I thought they played four games next week. Uh, on here it said three, but let me, let me. I hope he pitches one of those games, but at, towards the end of the week, it should be easier to figure out when he's starting again. Because the only thing about him, most times pitchers, <coughs> most of the time pitchers pitch every fifth day. I think Otani pitches every sixth. Hmm. Makes it kind of hard to catch up with him. Let's see, let's see. Let me go to the Angels. But definitely, it is four Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's a four game series. So there's like a four out of six chance that he will. He'll. Uh... So he's pitching tonight, which is Tuesday. Um, and then there's Monday. Well, yeah, it's Monday. Off. Monday, yeah. So of next, so next week. Yo, I'll go to one. What's uh, I need him to. He's got to pitch one of them. It looks like. Hopefully, it's not the Thursday game because that's like a noon. I need him to. I, I need it to be Wednesday, Tuesday, or Monday. Tuesday. I get off at. I get off at. I get off at five. I need it to be. I need it because you know you can get to a baseball game whenever. I ain't gonna try and be crazy late, but I'll go straight from there to the game. I'm trying to see something. I'm trying to go to a few games this year, yo. Like, if we if we gonna be nice, if we gonna stay nice, I need to go to a few games. 
Yeah, feel that. I haven't been down. I've I've been to Los Angeles more than I've been to any other stadium this year. It's the only baseball game I've been to this season. So I need to get down there for sure. Did I go to an O's game last year? I did go to an O's game last year. They had decent seats. I had a good time. Did I stay for the whole game? I think I stayed for like till like the eighth ish inning. Only because we never leave early. Now I'm the king of leaving at the seventh inning stretch. It depends what the score is. Well, with the new faster games, I ain't too worried about it. Yeah. Especially, like, getting out in Baltimore isn't really that hard. But, like, nah, I really the Angels it. game, I left in the seventh inning. Got back by, like, 9.30. 10 o'clock. I'll never forget leaving a game where the O's were down. And, like... I wasn't driving, so I had to go. Like, when they leave, I leave. So we left, me and my girl. We left. And we were so pissed because I'm tracking it on the way home. I'm sitting there staring at this joint on the way home, and we come back and win. You know how mad I was that I missed that? Like, what do you mean we came back? I was so pissed. I was so pissed. Like, I don't like leaving. I I don't mind leaving baseball games early, but it has to be a blowout. Like, we have to be losing, losing. Like, I can't see us. If we down 3-1... I'm staying. But if we down 7-1, I'm out. You know what I mean? Or if we up 4-1 to four to one or 0, like, I'll stay for a little bit, but I will leave. <laughs> if we up, there's a better chance of me leaving. If my team's up, I'm not. I'm probably not staying. Because I'm like, either we're going to stay winning, and that's going to be cool, or we're going to lose, and it'll be like, why the fuck I'm going to be pissed that I stayed up this late for us to lose. <laughs> But, like, now, like, the way the games have been, like, you know, the Orioles game started at 6.30 today. That's just been over for, like, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. At least? If Yeah, it finished. I got the notification 13 or 14 minutes ago, so I got it around 9 o'clock. So you figure you out of there by 9, like, Mm -hmm. probably home by 10? Yeah, easy money. Because once you get on the highway, you're good. It's just getting from the stadium to the highway. Yeah, that's why I park at one of the – I don't park at, like, the Orioles lot. I park at one of the ones that's up there by the convention center. Oh, yeah. I know. And then just know. leave out the convention center and you're straight onto the highway. Boom. I, I definitely get that. Does that mean me? Anything to avoid stadium traffic. That's for goddamn sure. That's for sure. But the way the O's playing, these tickets about to skyrocket because ain't they second in the division? Yeah, but they're not going to skyrocket, though. That's, that's the you thing don't think so? Those. Even when they've been great, like, their tickets really don't. It, you might not be able to get the premium seats for cheap anymore. Like, I remember one time I got the $9 student seats to go mm-hmm. sit in, like, the highest part of left field, the farthest away from home plate. Right. And I got to pay, like, a $15 upgrade fee and sit behind home plate. It's probably not like that anymore, but, like, mm-hmm. if I if I went on right now, like, I guarantee you if I went on game time, I could find, like, $50 seats behind home plate. Probably could. I'm I'm going. Like I said, I'm going to a couple games. I might even splurge one time and get get a get a, uh, get a club spot. I might drop club some Club spots are dumb expensive. That they one I don't know. Are, they are. Those you're paying. If like I have to 100. pay more than, like, I don't mind paying that. For a club spot, I'll pay it a hundred. But if it's above like one, the max is like for me is like one fifty. See, 
but the home plate tickets are definitely a little. Uh, but you can get like not right next to the dugout, but you can get like right next to the away dugout for like sixty five bucks for rows deep. Oh yeah. I'm trying to see what that be like. But like even the center field, like the center field's dumb cheap. You can get third row center field, like dead center for thirty five bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. Left field, thirty three bucks first row. Ooh. So with them. And that's sixty six with fees and everything. Hmm. That's to be explored later. Free promotion for Orioles ticketing, apparently. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think we've uh I think we've scratched off all of our topics. I don't think that we have much more to talk about. I think I think we did scratch off all the topics. I think so. Okay, real quick, I looked up. I don't know what website I looked up, but I looked up these suites. They way way too much money. Yeah, the suites are, the suites are ridiculous because you're getting a whole suite. Like, yeah, need heads yeah, yeah. pitching on. I'm I, I'm sorry. I thought I I was being naive as fuck. Yeah, no, nah, that's like you need to find like shit. the people that be getting tickets up there. Like their company, like. Yeah, I, have you been? Have you been up in them suite, the clubs? Nah, I've never had a. That's why I want to go, y'all. Yeah, I've been up. I've been up in there like at least two or three times. One was with a company, and I have never wanted to go back. I've never wanted to not be a civilian in my life. Like they, they got like special food options and yes. shit up there. Like it's uh, it's secret so, secret up there. It, like, you can't even go up there and just grab food. Like you gotta you gotta have a ticket. Mm-hmm. Just get on the second floor in the ballpark. Yep, because you know, because you know, you can leave out the suite and it's like a floor of like you know the bar and some food and stuff. But yeah, you got to have a ticket. You can't, you cannot go up there if you ain't got no ticket. Yeah, like it's exclusive, yeah. exclusive. I've never, yeah, I've I've been there like after the game to go meet somebody because they don't really care because like if the game's over, like you know the concession stands are closed, so yeah. I got to like walk through there to go like. I think I was picking up my little sister or some shit like that. And I just, mm-hmm. I was at the game too, or so, something crazy like that. But I wound up there. I've got, I've seen it, but I've never actually been able to sit up there. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of sick. I, I would like to sit up there because like you get the elevated view without being all the way up top. Yep. It's all and the way then up if you top, don't, it's just a little much. And then when you're done like being out, cause you know, you got the outside area to sit. When you're done being outside, you can go, go inside. So on the couch, watch the game from the TV. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't get money like that. Super, yo, what? Ori- Orioles, if you listening to this, oh, you could go our podcast, Suite. You know, we'll do a live hit from the Suite. Nah, for real, hit us up. You know, free promo. You know, free, yeah, you know, we can help set y'all up. You feel me? Help us, help you, help us. You know. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. All right, that's a good place to cut. Fine with me.